scammers are stealing hundreds of millions of pounds every year. They bombard us with fraudulent texts, emails and calls. And what's more, their tactics are getting increasingly sinister. To keep across the latest scams, sign up to our free Scam Alert service to help you stay ahead of the latest scams and protect yourself. Go to witch.co.uk forward slash scam alert dash newsletter. That's witch.co.uk forward slash scam alert dash newsletter. Thank you. Hello and welcome to the Witch Shorts podcast. I'm Rob Lilly-Jones. We're nearing Christmas, but we've still got plenty of new episodes on the way between now and 2024. And if you're feeling generous and want to give us a gift at this time of year, then why not leave us a rating and a review wherever you're listening. Today we're hearing about those for which access is being denied. The disabled customers too often let down by poor customer service. To read us this article, originally written by Hannah Downs, I'll hand you over to James Rowe. you're contesting sky-high energy bills, reporting an issue with your bank statement, or complaining about broadband speeds, contacting companies has become an endurance test. All too often, you're left on hold, stuck in a loop with a chatbot, or simply ignored on social media even when putting in a simple query. Getting good customer service can be even more challenging if you're disabled. To investigate barriers facing people with disabilities, we carried out a survey with 732 panel members from the Research Institute for Disabled Consumers in July and August 2023. The results showed that half of disabled people who contacted a company's customer service team in the past year were unhappy with how long it took them to get an answer, 48%, how long it took to get in touch with someone that could help them, 51%, and how well their issue was dealt with, 48%. These percentages were all more than double those recorded in our survey of 3,372 members of the UK population in July 2023. Difficulty contacting customer services was commonplace with essential services. The sectors with the highest dissatisfaction scores among disabled consumers were energy, telecoms and financial services. These sectors have codes in place for vulnerable customers, including those with disabilities, but many companies were falling short. When Angela Smith switched from her energy provider SSE to OVO, she noticed that the £550 credit on her account had disappeared. I was really anxious about the missing money as I have a visual impairment and need to keep a lot of lights on. I don't get help with bills, she told us. Angela tried OVO on the phone but couldn't get through. She then tried online. I message on social media, but I hate doing this as it's difficult to navigate and see what you're doing. Angela eventually found an email address for the chief executive of OVO and got in touch. The company then called her to say there was a problem with the migration and that she should get the credit back. This was worrying and there were no apologies. Angela's credit was refunded after she made a number of complaints. OVO has since apologised, but Angela remains frustrated with a lack of access to customer service teams. Companies haven't trained their staff, especially around disabilities. Angela's experience isn't unique. 
more than two-thirds of disabled consumers who contacted an energy company in the past year were dissatisfied with how long it took to get through to someone who could help, and or how well their query was handled. One EDF Energy customer was repeatedly asked to resubmit meter readings. They told us it seems like EDF doesn't understand disability and has twice asked me to read the meter while on the phone. I can't read the meters without my carer. This means I either waste care time during the phone call with my carer or I have to email photos of my meter again taken during care hours. More than half of disabled customers who contacted customer services for financial services and telecoms companies were unhappy with how long it took to get answers to queries. An HSBC customer said, I don't get the answer through live chat and was told I had to ring up, which I struggle with due to my disability. Others found themselves going back and forth with customer teams trying to resolve straightforward issues. It took four months and multiple contacts to resolve an issue, which turned out to be a fairly simple one, recalled one TalkTalk customer. Companies failing to contact disabled customers in an accessible format is another common problem. A legal and general customer told us, I'm speech impaired. I informed the company about this when using its chat line, but it sent emails telling me to phone up. It took 10 days to reply to an email in which it answered none of my questions. I'm still waiting for an answer three weeks later. A Halifax customer told us they received communications from the bank by letter rather than in audio format. Halifax then sent me a letter in print to tell me that it had been wrong to send out the previous letter. Part of the problem is that companies increasingly try to steer customers away from contacting them. Some hide contact details and make you navigate the website to track them down. Around 2 in 5 disabled customers who contacted a customer care team in the past year said they were dissatisfied with how easy it was to find contact information or with the contact options available. Many energy, telecoms and finance companies tried to push customers towards using chatbots or automated phone systems before allowing them to speak with a human. Chatbots can be useful if you have a simple query that fits their list of responses, but they're far from perfect. Reach a dead end and you might be put through to someone, be asked to phone or be told to download the company's app for further help. Two thirds of disabled consumers who used a chatbot did not believe it was an accessible experience. One Scottish power customer told us, the only contact method I could find was via a chatbot. The phrase chatbot is a misnomer as it only allows me to ask specific predefined questions. There isn't an option to say, I want someone to come and fix my smart meter. I have now given up trying to contact Scottish Power. Participants also mentioned the maze of automated menu options presented when they called. Around two in five who phoned a customer service team in the past year said it was not an accessible experience. The phone systems where you have to select various options before you can speak to a human is too complicated for someone who is hard of hearing and can be very confusing an octopus customer told us. It sometimes takes three or four attempts of trying various options before you can speak to someone. These systems are long-winded, tiresome and exclude disabled people. The reasons why disabled consumers might face issues when contacting customer services are varied and complex. Some might only be able to access communications in certain formats, such as British Sign Language or Braille. Others might find that certain contact methods induce anxiety. 
The charity, Money and Mental Health, told us that more than half of people with mental health conditions face serious difficulties using the phone to carry out essential admin, while 4 in 10 have severe admin anxiety. Some disabilities make it difficult to stay on hold. As one person noted, I have an energy limiting chronic illness and it can be fatiguing to spend time waiting on the phone. Hold music is usually stressful and painful as I have sound sensitivity from chronic migraine. Dyslexia and disabilities that affect memory can also have an impact on how customers prefer to communicate. The shift to online services, particularly with banks, has also had an impact on disabled customers. Which research previously found accessibility issues with online banking features amid a flurry of bank branch closures across the UK? It's crucial that companies proactively design their services with different disabilities and needs in mind. Regulators in the energy, telecoms and finance sectors publish guidance on how vulnerable people, including those with disabilities, should be treated. Ofcom and the Financial Conduct Authority require providers to use varied communication channels and accessible formats where required. Providers must also record the customer's preference so they don't have to repeat themselves every time they contact a supplier. New Ofgem rules coming into force in December will require energy firms to prioritise vulnerable customers. They will need to proactively contact customers who've missed payments and publish their citizens' advice customer score ratings. This will mean consumers can compare call waiting times and the quality of help provided. These industry codes sound good in theory, but it's clear the principles aren't always adhered to in practice. Disability charities put this down to the lack of awareness and training within companies. The disability charity scope says a broad spectrum of support needs must be met. Even simple things can make a difference. For example, using plain English or developing employees through disability awareness and understanding. Businesses should talk to their disabled customers to understand the barriers they experience. They need to make sure they serve all of their customers. Under the Equality Act 2010, it's unlawful for companies to discriminate against you because of your disability. They're expected to make reasonable adjustments for disabled consumers and must anticipate adjustments that disabled people may need. It's your legal right to ask for adjustments to be made, such as sharing bills or communications in an accessible format. If you're disabled and are treated unfavourably because of your disability, you have additional protections and can bring a claim against the company. Thank you so much to James and to Hannah Downs too for her piece which was originally written for the December issue of Witch Magazine. Remember you can find more articles you'll find useful every day on everything from money and technology to home and garden advice by signing up to one of our many free email newsletters. And you can do that at witch.co.uk forward slash newsletters. We'll be back next week for another episode of Witch Shorts and thanks for listening. Wit Shorts was produced by me, Rob Lilly-Jones, while the exec producer was Angus Farker. It's Grace here to tell you all about our new podcast at Witch. It's called Get Answers, and you can listen now on whatever platform you like. Me and co-host Harry will be with you every other Monday, with episodes dropping each fortnight as we help you solve life's everyday problems – Whether it's getting the most from your weekly shop, 
finding travel hacks to save on your family holiday, or simply learning the tricks that make your everyday life easier. And we'll be joined by the very best experts too. Just search Get Answers and subscribe so that you can catch our episodes as soon as they drop. Thank you.